Episode 95. Hello! Yep, another week. Uh, another week. Halloween has come and gone, and I did what any human-hating squirrel would do on the holiday, which was avoid humans, eat candy, and watch movies about humans getting killed. But I'm like, that's just like a Tuesday for you, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, there was good news this year, as, as locally, there was an uptick in, in trick-or-treaters and people decorating their homes this, this year. The Halloween's... Yeah, it's weird, because everyone locally was like, dude, going house to house was cool, like an actual Halloween. And I'm like, seriously? You know, well, you know, locally, you know, a lot of folks have been doing that trunk or treat thing, you know, and they've been doing it since, like, 2012. You know, it's like there was a big storm and nobody could trick or treat, so everyone got together and did a trunk or treat locally at the school, and everyone else was like, oh, this is so convenient, oh, let's just do this every year. You know, I mean, like, eight years later, people are like, I want to trick-or-treat like I used to. I mean, honestly, I thought Halloween was dead and buried for the most part. Yeah, it was kind of dicey for a while, but hopefully there'll be an increasing trend for traditional trick-or-treating in the future. Yeah, cheers. Uh, let's see. Dune has been doing pretty well in the theaters. Um, a handful of cryptocurrencies came and went, leaving hopeful investors doomed. Yeah, you know, what crypto seems to be this odd pie-in-the-sky dream for people now. They get all invested, hoping to get that big payout. And before you know it, crypto eats disappears, leaving dreamers holding the bag. And then there's nothing. Nothing. Yeah, and it's stuff like that that will get regulators involved in cryptocurrency. So, good job, thieves and liars. This is why we can't have anything nice. Jerks, I like my doggy coin. Yeah, well, humans do what humans do. Ruin things. Anyway, I got to watch a fun movie sent to us by Lucifer called Suck. I mentioned it before, but for those who haven't seen it, it's a comedy horror with all sorts of cameos, including Alice Cooper, um, about a group of musicians who get turned into vampires. That is a fun movie and an underrated gem. I like that movie and I found the soundtrack, but I had to buy it from the iTunes because it was the only place I could find it. It wasn't on Spotify. I find no physical copies. No nothing. It doesn't exist. Well, I mean, it's on YouTube, mate. But but sounds like poop there. So, so, shove it. I bought it. Okay, I, I like the soundtrack. Sing it along the vampire songs. <laughs> um, yeah, I usually don't buy music from Apple, but at least... Apple got rid of that DRM crap that they were known for. Um, and I think they got rid of it in like 2009 or something. So if you buy something there, at least it's not trapped in some DRM hell anymore. They still didn't restore my old purchases from 2003. So, so this is my first music purchase from Apple in almost two decades. Wow. <laughs> I thought I held a grudge. Oh, you mess with my music, I will hate you good. I have purchased music from every other service other than Apple for the last two decades. So, so there, take that, Apple. You lost out on thousands of monies because you had DRM. Screw you! Yet, they're still one of the most valuable companies on the planet. Well, you know, humans might. They claim to care about business practices, but, you know, here we are. Still paying the same price for an iPhone without a charger in the States. You know, and... and, and Apple looking like they're all environmentally friendly for not giving you an AC adapter, yet they just pass that on to a third-party developer. I'll get no discount on a phone knocking $20 off because I didn't get an adapter with my phone. And just... Okay, let it go. 
I'm just saying, a bit hypocritical. <sighs> anyway, we did get a question and a tip once again from Tyler. Thank you. Yes, thank you. The question was, what is your favorite so bad it's good horror movie? Mine is My Bloody Valentine. Oh, I know the answer. Frankenhooker. Oh, God. Yeah, and when you say My Bloody Valentine, which one? The one from 1981 or the remake with Ackles from Supernatural? Come on. You know, you know, Aunt Pilsy's choice of Frankenhooker, that was actually a good one. You know, lawnmower mishap mangles some lady and her super smart boyfriend tries to put her back together using the parts of, um, ladies of the evening. Okay, that one is fairly campy and kind of terrible, but still holds up. Wanna date? No. Let's see, um, mine would have to be, um, big... Well, let's see what words I should use. Um, let's call it big... T zombies, but but the T word for bosoms. So big T zombies. That can't actually be a movie. Well, I mean it actually is. It's from Japan. It's in 3D. Of course it is. But all right, honestly, it's not as bad as it sounds. All right, it's it's rather light on the bosoms, frankly. But all in all, you know, it's a fun romp of B movie zombie killing goodness with with English overdubs that are just dreadful. You know, I mean, it's it's, it's kind of brilliant. Oh, God, whatever. Um, for me, there's a bunch, actually. I mean, any Friday the 13th movie is pretty campy by today's standards. Um, Night of the Creeps, Monster Squad, the list goes on and on. But Jack Brooks' Monster Slayer is a pretty good one. It's just ridiculous enough to not take itself seriously, yet good enough that you almost forget it's ridiculous. It really walks a tight line. That is all around a very good bad film. Got Robert England in it. I like that movie. I also like Call Girl of Cthulhu. Oh my god. Begley, stop letting him watch movies. Ow. My favorite is Lawn Mower Man. Easy. No one asked ya. Shirk. Yeah, am I the only one who leans towards the older stuff when it comes to campy B-movies? Well, I think older B-movies are just something unique, you know? I mean, today, people just use their phones, slap together some poorly shot footage with the occasional jump scare, and call it a cult B-movie horror experience. There's a minimal effort feel about them, um, but, I mean, the 80s was this odd sweet spot for B-movie horror. They had a decent budget, some decent effects, and inventive creature designs. So, something like Night of the Creeps hit all the right notes. Weird space slugs that resurrect the dead outside of a sorority house. I mean, come on, that's like the perfect storm of B-movie cheese. You throw Tom Atkins in there, gold. You know, when I go through the newer horror movies, it's just like drab killers or CGI creatures just shambling about, you know. There's no real horror icons anymore. Um, you know, that is a good point. Like, who was the last horror icon you can really remember from, like, the last two decades? Oh, that scream guy! That was the 90s. Um, Freddy, 80s. Pennywise? Also 80s. Jason, 80s. Uh, uh Texas Chainsaw Mascara. It's Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and that was the 70s and 80s. Though, Texas Chainsaw Mascara would be a good drag queen horror movie title. Somebody work on that. Oh, wait, oh, got it! Captain Spaulding! Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses! Dude, that was like 2003, okay? Basically, 20 years ago. Terrifier! Oh, right! Art the Clown! And that little pumpkin creature from Trick or Treat! I think that was like 2007, I believe. Okay, so basically you named two quote-unquote icons for the last 20 years with maybe Jigsaw from 2004. Oh, 
Lady in the TV. You mean the ring? Ringu was originally 1998, and before you say that creepy thing from The Grudge, that was like 2002. So yeah, 20 years, and we have like three new horror icons. Well, um, maybe just humans have kind of run their course with horror icons, you know? So we just rehash them. I mean, yeah? Christine Dakar. Dude, that was like 78. The Vampire Lestat. The book, late 70s. The movies, 90s. Um, Lost Boys? 80s. Pinhead? 80s. Um, Crypt Keeper? 70s and 80s. Exorcist Girl? 70s. Rosemary's Baby? Old. Pumpkinhead? Late 80s. Tall Man from Phantasm? 70s. Um, Pinhead? Huh, 80s. Um, Dracula? Dude. Frankenstein? Last two decades. Oh, oh, that sexy vampire lady from Underworld. 2003, almost 20 years ago. Wow. Oh, right, whatever, stop. Essentially, what I'm saying is there hasn't been a lot of creative horror icons in the last 20 years. Elvira, 80s. Leprechaun, 80s. Brendelfly, 80s. That tree from the Evil Dead, 80s. Uh, Mikey Myers, dude, late 70s. No, he was just in a movie. All right, whatever. I am done here. Horror. Be more creative. Boy, ghoulies. 80s. Gremlins. Also 80s. Hobgoblins? 80s. Or 90s. Beetlejuice. Once again, 80s. And Edward Scissorhands? 80s. And not really horror. Oh, I would argue that point. You try wiping your butt with those hands. Oh, I guarantee you horror. Blood everywhere. Oh, my God. All right, listen. Future horror makers. Start creating unique villains and monsters, okay? It's the only way you're going to separate yourselves from the jump scare boredom that's being pushed out, okay? Psycho Gorman! Dude, if Psycho Gorman ever becomes a horror icon, it's going to take years, okay? And it's kind of too obscure right now. Well, uh, oh, at least he's from this decade, you know, so, so I think that's a win. Psycho Gorman. Also, those vampires from What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, that kind of debuted in 2014, so... Uh, I don't think derpy vampires count as iconic horror. Well, I mean, you know, considering what else is out there, why not, all right? Oh, oh yes, them. <laughs> all right, whatever. <sighs> I, I didn't... Personally, I didn't care for the movie much, so I didn't even bother watching the series. Well, I, I like that series. It's like they threw vampires in into the office formula and made it kind of spooky. <sighs> How's the humor, though? Well, all right, for you, it's probably going to be a hard pass, you know, because, you know, I mean, you're like Frasier level of brain humor, you know, so I don't think clumsy vampires getting into awkward situations is really going to satiate that craving for intellectual humor, honestly. The series is better than the movies. You should watch it. Yeah, sure, as soon as I free up time. Speaking of time, I do believe it is tea time for me. Can we wrap this up, please? Oh, God, yeah, I wouldn't want to encroach on tea time. <sighs> are we talking teas as in water, or are we talking about the jiggly teas in that zombie movie that we mentioned? Yeah, but, um, either or, actually, yes, it is time for teas. Oh, my God. Later, everybody. Um, Be well. Stay smart. Why do you keep telling everyone to stay smart? They either are or they aren't. Yeah, but if they are, I don't want the perpetual stupidity of the world dragging them down, holding them back, and deterring them, continuing to be smart. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Somebody get me more teas! I'll need them in my face! God, you know, I hate doing this.
I hate doing this. You both suck. I'm not sharing Maltese with you then. Oh, gross. <laughs>